Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got the main man himself, Mr. Ben Sokal. Ben, how are you, sir? Good, brother. Good to be here, man. Awesome, awesome. How was the weekend? Yeah, good, man. You know, um, I find weekends, you know, some weekends are a blur. Some weekends are great. I found last weekend was a good mix, mix of everything, you know, training, taking the kids to soccer and flute practice, getting a little bit of personal time on my bike, out for a ride, and time with my chosen one. I just really, really practice staying in the moment over the weekend, and it, it made a massive difference, man. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a chance to play golf on Sunday morning. I think I was out at like five o'clock in the morning and typically you ride on a cart, right? Mm. The buddy goes, be there at 5.30, we're teeing off. I go, great. I get there at five o'clock. I'm like, you know, where's the cart? What are you talking about? We're going to walk. I go, we're going to walk <laughs> 18 holes with my bag on my back. And that was, you know, last time I did that was back in high school. And I tell you what, being sore after walking 18 holes is, uh, I never thought I would have that feeling. So it's, <laughs> man, I, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm like literally all day. That's like the challenge, man. I think that's good. What is a bag weigh? Maybe about 20, 30 pounds. And the thing is too, is like, it's a new course that I played at. It's like 15, 16 15 to 20 kilos. Yeah. So it's a new course. I brought extra balls thinking that, you know, I might lose a couple and that just, it didn't help that, you know. I just threw the weight out. Oh yeah, definitely. How many Ks you walk? Honestly, I don't remember. It was pretty long course and, you know, it wasn't flat. It was up and down, up and down. So it sucked to say the least. I think, uh, you know, after the first nine, I was like, you know. So you're probably like, yeah, it's probably like seven or eight Ks, right? So seven or eight Ks, 20 kilos on the back. That's like a good ruck, man. That's half the fun. That to me is the most appealing part rather than hitting the ball. I'll tell you what, it felt like I walked about 100 miles that day. Like I said, in the first nine holes, I was like, I'll see you. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, we got another nine. I go, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, we're playing 18. I go, well, that's great. So, I mean, overall, it was good. Good day. But yeah. We just got to toughen you up, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> well, it's kind of, you know, perfect in today's topic, right? And, and what I wanted to talk about was goals, right? And this is something that I actually set myself for, I think it was back in early June. And I want to start getting back into, you know, playing some real golf and competitive golf like I used to. And that's really sort of been my goal these past couple of weeks is to really sort of get back into that mode and, and really sort of begin to push myself the way that I used to. I mean, that's the thing, right? With a lot of guys that I talk to is, you know, we all have goals, right? There are certain things that we all want to accomplish. But what does it really mean to actually have a goal, right? So a lot of the guys I talk to is, you know, they all want to change. They all want to be a better father, a better husband. Like that's the goal for them, right? But like when it all comes down to it, you know, it's like they have the thousand and one excuses for why they can't do anything. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, they just basically don't want to commit to whatever goal is that they're actually going after. So my question to you is, my first one is, you know, why is having a goal important? Yeah. Look, man, I think goals are an interesting topic. I don't necessarily think every person needs a goal. We definitely need intentions, but I think there's more important things beyond a goal. It's like it's commitment, like you said there before. I think a lot of guys make the mistake, well, I've got to, I've, you know, I need a goal that we put down goals, but what are, what are we actually doing in order to achieve them? Why, where are we really getting outside our comfort zone? that's necessary as we stretch towards a specific goal. And I think we're kind of in this day and age, man, where it's like, 
it's more important to have a goal written down than to actually fucking achieve a goal. And I think this is where a lot of people get stuck. It's like, well, I've got all these goals, but I'm not achieving them and therefore I'm not happy. And it's like, but what are you doing towards achieving them? You know, and it's like, well, well, you know, not as much as I should. And then the question is, well, why not? What's the problem? And the truth is, they don't really want that goal bad enough. They're not really attached to, I will do whatever it takes to the goal because you've just rushed out and created goals. And so I think a better methodology around this is, hey, have a goal. And it might take you a little bit of time to get to the goal, but you need to spend more time figuring out why do you really want that goal? You know, like if it's, I want to lose 10 kilos, that's my goal. Why? Oh, because if I lose 10 kilos, I feel better. Why? Well, I'm more connected. I feel more confident in myself. I start to, and it's like, and why is that important to you? Well, I want to live my best life. Why? Because I want to feel like I'm giving everything I've got to the world. Okay, now we're starting to get down to an emotional connector that's going to drive a guy to stay committed when the going gets tough. Because I'm sure you're the same, man. When you put down a new goal and you start thinking about the new goal, it's a fucking false high. You're being rewarded just for thinking of it. Like all your dopamine goes off, like everything goes off in your brain. Like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to be 10 kilos lighter. It's going to be so fucking good. I'm going to be better at golf. It's going to be so good. I'm going to be competitive. I'm going to be the leader. Da, 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 da. And then the grind comes in. Then the work comes in. And it's like, oh fuck. 5 a.m. I got to carry my own bag around the fucking golf course. This is bullshit. I'm not fucking doing it. Hey man, we're doing 18 holes. Nah, fuck that. I'm only doing nine. You're out. It's like now we're definitely not moving towards our goal of, hey, I want to be a fucking better golfer because the better golfer who's committed goes and plays out the 18 holes. But it's the same. It's the same with anyone who has it around the physical goal, you know, relationship goals, etc. The truth is the goal's the fun part. I believe it sets a false high. Right. It's exciting to set a new goal. It feels like you're doing the work because I'm setting a goal, man. I'm doing the work. I got goals. But the work is in the fucking grit. The work is in moving towards the goal. The work is in creating consistent progress. And that's where 90% of guys, I believe, fall to the wayside. So one of the things actually while we're on it around goals is thinking of it like this. Hey, man, I got this goal. Question is, why do you want it? And then it's looking at what does it look like when you have it? Now, the bigger question, who do you need to be in order to get that goal. Because if you can start to figure out the person you need to be, his characteristics, his traits, his habits, now instead of just focusing on a bunch of goals in business and health and all these sorts of things, you actually focus on the persona, the individual. Because if you can change the individual, you can hit your goals. No, probably you can hit all fucking 10 of them. Because you're changing the person. The guy who drops 10 kilos, he doesn't just lose 10 kilos. He changes as a person. His diet changes. His training changes. His mindset changes. The way he shows up in life changes. And so you can have, like I'm saying, you can have these goals. I personally, I'm not attached to them anymore because I just don't feel they're the drivers for me. I come down to this intention. Who do I need to be in order to get whatever it is that I want to get? That's where my focus is. Am I working on me today? That's the most important rather than can I lose two kilograms? Can I run 10Ks under under 50 minutes, etc. So the main driver for you is having that intention, right? Asking yourself, who do I want to be? What is it that I want to achieve? And what are the steps to get you there, right? 
Yeah, I start. You can start with what do you want. So you know, getting up into the what do you want, but then it's why do you want it? What does it look like when you have it? And who do you need to be in order to get it? Now I come down and the intention. Just focus on the who. Okay. So that guy that's sitting in his car right now, listening to us, right? And you know, the relationship with with the family is not where it needs to be or not where it could be. So his intention or his goal is to become a better father, right? What sort of steps does he need to do? as soon as he gets to home tonight, to really sort of map out on how to be a better father? So the first thing is, okay, cool. I want to be a better father. Why? You got to dig in. Like you got to, oh, of course. Why, why wouldn't I want to be a better dad? That's not a fucking answer. It's like truthfully, like deep down, intrinsically, why do you want to be a better dad, right? The second piece, once you start to get some clarity around that, what's a better dad look like? Like what does a better dad look like? How does he operate? Going back to my uh, statement before, what's this identity? What are the characteristics of a better dad? What are the habits of a better dad? What are the traits of a better dad? Now, again, we're coming back to, hey man, it's all on you. It's changing the man. It's having the intention. Hey, I want to be a better dad. This is what a better dad looks like. This is how a better dad behaves. Great. Now I know how I'm behaving and my traits and my habits and my characteristics. And I can see now, like in terms of clarity, these are the habits, traits, characteristics of the dad, of a better dad, the dad that I want to be. Cool. There's a gap. Now it comes over doing the work to bridge the gap. Hey, a better dad doesn't yell at his kids. I yell at my kids all the time. Okay. I need to stop yelling at my kids. How do I do that? So then we go down another rabbit hole, which is like, well, why am I yelling at my kids all the time? What am I actually frustrated about? That's personal work. That's internal work, right? Because you got to, it's not just because your kids don't do what you say. There's a, why, why are you so fucking resistant and angry when someone doesn't do what you say? They're a human being. They're not a robot. They're not a computer. You know what I mean? So it's this commitment to bridging this gap. If we go into being a better father actually comes down to just working on being a better version of yourself, awakening more, being more aware of your triggers and the way you show up in the world. How do you create more energy, more inspiration, more love, more unconditional love, more connection, more presence, better communication? Now, all of a sudden, the goal of, hey, I want to be a better dad. That's my goal. That's what I wrote on the wall, man. I say it to myself every day. It's like, that's not the work. That's just a fucking statement. Mm. The work is in the details like we just talked about then. That's why it's called the work. It's not free. You got to put in the effort. And I think this is what turns a lot of guys off from making significant changes in their life because it's like, oh, I just wanted to fucking be a better dad and it should have just happened. So let, let me ask you this, right? Inevitably, there is a guy that's listening to this right now who's going to get a high off that, you know, this conversation so far, right? So he's going to go home right now and he's going to fucking do everything that he can, right? He's going to go out and journal. He's going to write down what does a better dad look like? What does a better husband look like? What does a better leader look like? and how to get there, right? And two, three weeks time, he's putting in all of this effort day in, day out, 24-7, making sure that he achieves, you know, the intentions to get to that goal. And one day he's going to look in the mirror and he goes, I'm not seeing the results I'm supposed to be seeing by now. What the hell, Ben, right? I should have been a better dad, a better father, a better husband at this point in time. How come this hasn't happened yet? What do you say to that guy? And there's a couple of things around it. The first is transformation, Man, it's like alchemy. Like it's it's an endless pursuit. Being a better father isn't just getting to some destination and then you go, hey, uh, cool, I'm the better dad now. Now what do I do? Better father is your kids are always evolving. You're going to always be evolving. So it's an endless pursuit. 
Now, one of the things to keep in mind is like as this guy goes, all right, I'm in the work, I'm doing the work every each and every day, right? Reminding myself why I'm doing this because I want to be a better dad and I want to be a better dad because of this, 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 and this, and this is what the better dad looks like. Now, what we start to focus on is progress. Am I making progress? You know what? I used to yell at the kids all the time. I'd yell at them four times a day, every morning, every afternoon. Three weeks later, after doing the work, you know what? I got... The, the kids have said, hey, dad, you yell less. Mm. You seem less angry. My chosen one says, hey, man, you seem way more relaxed these days. I really like that. That's the stuff you hang on to. That's the fuel to keep going, right? Because then you can start to feel good about yourself. Hang on, I am, I'm bridging this gap. The truth is the gap never ends. I'm, I'm constantly working on myself. I'm still consistently working on myself. It doesn't end because there's always room for growth. There's always room for me to be an even better father, an even better husband, an even better leader, to find more self-acceptance, to find more surrender, to reduce stress. And if you go back and listen to last week's episode around stress, you know, it's like, you know, reducing that in my life. And so it's an endless pursuit. And so my one statement I'll make here while we're on this piece, for those guys that are listening, there was one big switch up when I made this shift in my life. The first time I was moving towards being this better version of myself, I was chasing the destiny. Oh man, is this going to take one year? Is this going to take three years? Is this going to take 10 years? How fucking long is this going to take, man? Because, you know, I'm busy. <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> How long is it going to take before I could just be my best self, you know? And it's like you're really grinding through transformation. It's a gritty driver. It's white knuckling because you're like, oh, is it fucking, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be next week? Come on. Fuck, I'm doing the work, etc. Until I had an epiphany. Ben. The work doesn't stop. Even if you get to some goal, destination, whatever it is that you're searching for in terms of a father, husband, leader, etc., it's going to be another level. And there's going to be another you know, area for growth to go a little bit further, to be 1% better in that area and that area. And I was like, ah, oh, so if it's endless, what am I fucking racing for? Why can't I enjoy it along the way? So it's like, think of climbing up a big ass mountain and you're climbing up like, oh, fucking hands are hurting and you're focusing, you're looking at your hands, your feet are hurting, your back aches. You're like, oh, this is bullshit, man. You look up, you can't even see the top. Oh, man, this is bullshit. I don't know. Then you stop. You go, hey, man, instead of looking up, instead of looking at your hands and where all the pain is, just look out behind you. Have a look at that view for a second. Have a look at how cool that is. Look how far you've come. You're like, wow, fuck. Oh, that's cool. And if I go up further, it's going to be an even better view. Oh, cool. All of a sudden, the grittiness around my fucking sore hands and back and looking at the top, it's all gone. It's like, hey, this is me surrendering to the work. It's an endless pursuit. It's an endless journey. Now, all of a sudden, that's how I approach life. It's just endless, man. I'm going to have good weeks. I'm going to have challenging weeks. The truth is, it's just endless. I'm here to continually evolve. That So much so that the guys listening to the podcast, even you, Michael, here today, in six months' time, man, I'm a different guy. In 12 months, I'm a different guy. We'll still have similar discussions, but there will, I will be more evolved. I'm more evolved if you go back and listen to some of the early podcasts. Like there's a different energy that comes with this because the consistency is there because it's an endless pursuit. What's more important to you when it comes to to trying to achieve the goal and and trying to make sure that, you know, you achieve every intention that you've set? Is it the consistency or the commitment towards working? you know, towards that goal? It's a really good question because sometimes I get caught up in my own bullshit story around these things because some of the times I'm like caught up in just chasing the destination. 
Like that's the truth. Like I catch myself and it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like it's not about the destination. It's about the consistency that's in it. Now you said consistency and commitment. Man, they're both as important as each other because without commitment, there is no consistency. Mm. And without consistency, there's no progress. Commitment out, out of them though, commitment comes first. You have to be fucking committed. The path to a better life, the path to better marriage, better relationships with your kids, better happiness, fulfillment in your work that you do, whether that's employment, self-employment, you know, even around financial security and gratitude and happiness, all those sorts of things, starts with a commitment. Mm. If you're not committed, the truth is you'll tap out when you get to your current capacity. You'll tap out. You'll hit a ceiling. Not for me. Too hard. I'm cool. I'm just going to go back and do life the way I was doing it before. And then three months will roll through. And I've seen that, dude, like, I've got endless, endless <laughs> stories of this. Men go through RKX, change their life. They, they say it. This fucking revolution. Like, this has completely changed my life. Da-da-da. Yeah, man, got to stay in the work. It's consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a break. Oh, yeah? What does that look like? Oh, just, you know, just do a couple of things back my old ways. You know, just do that. Yep, sure, man. You know what happens? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got it. I got it. Three months later, phone call. Hey, man, I need back in. I need back in. Why? Oh, I just fell back. I just started feeling how I used to feel. And it's like, sure. Like, and that's the truth. Like, the truth is, like, consistency wins. Consistency wins, man. Like, I've tested it. I've tested it. There's been many times. I don't need to do the work anymore. I'm good. I feel like I'm in a good spot. It takes weeks. Within a couple of weeks, man, you're stressed out. You're not communicating properly. You're sloppy with standards. You're falling behind because you're not committed to anything anymore. And then it's like, I've got to get back in it. But over the past, so that was early on in my journey over the past 10 years. In the past five years, like I don't drop the ball because I know, I know it doesn't work. I have to stay in the work. That's my commitment to myself, to my fucking soul, man, to do this. So then let me ask you this, right? Sort of tips, final tips to that guy that's listening right now who, you know, has the goal right, of bettering himself, has the goal of finally taking that plunge of, you know, doing his own business and making sure that his family's happy and making sure that he's more present with the kids and the wife, you know, right, has sat down and journaled and written down the intentions of how he's going to get there. What does he do now? First thing is you've got to tell someone about it, right? Because it's accountability. Why is that important? Because if it's just you, hey, I've got all this stuff written down and times get tough and the challenges kick in, can slack it off. No one knows. I know personally, like the person knows, but no one else does. So we can kind of pull out when, when we hit our capacity. Versus if you've got a couple of friends or people involved or a brotherhood or whatever it is that's holding you accountable, it's like, we're all doing the work, man. Why are you fucking checking out? Why is that okay for you? We've been through this before. We know that that doesn't serve you best. So then they can just, because when we hit those flat patches, they only need to last a day or two. Because with the right people around you, you're going to get pulled out of it quite quickly. Ah, oh, you're right. Yeah, snap out of it. Fuck, get on with it. All of a sudden, we're back into momentum again. So that's the first thing. It's like, tell people. Tell your chosen one. Tell your wife. Hey, I'm going to commit to being a better father. This is what it looks like. This is how I'm going to show up. And let's be honest, like at first, they might laugh at you. Ah, oh, that sounds all good in theory, man. Like, we'll see if it happens. Don't let that get you down. Make, use that as a driver to go, fuck, I'm going to make this work. Right. And then you're saying with let's just use better father for an example. Tell your kids, tell your wife. Why? They'll hold you accountable. Hey dad, you're yelling again. You said you weren't gonna yell. Why fucking Whoa, that's Dad, that's what you said you weren't gonna do. Okay, thank you. 
right? Put some consequences in play. Make it fun. Hey, every time I yell, kids, tell me, and I've got to do five knuckle push-ups. I think I've shared this before, right? This is how I cut out swearing in front of my family. Right. Because I used to swear in front of the kids, and my wife's like, that's not on. And I was like, yeah, it's just swearing. It's not that. Just, darling, that's not on. That's not a standard. So I go, okay, so I've got to cut this out. Man, like 200 plus knuckle push-ups within the first two hours, like that's a statement <laughs> and a sediment to where it was when I was out doing grocery shopping. And they were done in Woolworths. They were done in the car park. Wherever it was, I swore five knuckle push-ups. So have some consequences in play, like have a, make a game of it in terms of the way that you're doing it. And then I think the final thing that you really want to do is just, you got to keep coming back to the question, why is this important to you? Like, why do you want to do it? Because if that's not strong enough, you're not going to continue on with it. I think it was Viktor Frankl that had the statement around, you know, you can handle any what when you've got a strong enough why. So whatever comes at you, regardless of how intense, confronting, fear-driven, etc., to get through it, if you have a strong enough why, you'll take it on. If you don't, if the why is not big enough, let's say to be a better dad, and all of a sudden it's, you know, business, you're under the pump, you're not getting a lot of sleep, chosen ones, not in a great space, right? And the kids are really challenged with something at the moment, and there's just all a lot. There's a lot of pressure. And one of your things was, I'm not going to yell at the kids. And then your kids on the weekend start doing things. The guy who doesn't have a strong enough why, oh, well, fuck this. Like, da, 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 da. I've had enough. You know, I've tried. It didn't work. You know what? We're all going back. I'm staying how I am, blah, 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 blah. But if there's a strong enough why, that won't happen. It'll get really pressurized. However, the man will hold strong through it. So they're my three pieces, man. Awesome stuff. And if the guy that's listening right now and he goes, okay, this stuff resonates with me. I really want to start taking action. What are the first steps that he can do? Yeah, man. I think the first thing, like we say on these podcasts, if you're listening, is take the Live Your Legacy scorecard. It's a legacy impact scorecard. It's free. There's a bunch of questions on there. It puts you into and it shows you how you score in terms of stacking up across these five core pillars of living your legacy, which is clarity, capacity, connection, confidence, and consistency, right? So that you can start to work on the areas that you're weakest in rather than just trying to fucking throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks. So that's the first thing. And then off the back of that, you know, another thing that we're launching soon are our monthly masterclasses. Get onto a masterclass. That's a live 45 minutes to 60 minutes. I'll be running them, taking you through some of the methodologies, the strategies, the tactics that we use inside Rising Kings to enable a man to raise his standards, elevate his performance and actually live his best life. So they're the two things I, I would highly recommend. You can jump on risingkings.com.au. The survey, uh, the scorecard is there. You just click on that, take that. And then follow us across our socials, get into the free Facebook group uh, that we connect with guys and we talk through deeper levels on conversations like this. And we'll take the conversation from there. Awesome. And I'll also put all of the you know links down in the description. Um, yeah. So if any of these things resonate with you, make sure you check those out. Again, my name is Michael, and this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. That's Ben Salkeld. Stay strong. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know, raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong.